this is Mr. Christopher with Funkatopia, and I am on the line doing an interview with a very distinct character in the Prince universe, whether she knows it or not. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Abigail Noel, how are you? Hey, Chris, how are you? I'm doing how are fine. you? I'm doing fine. So, Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it, first and foremost. Well, yeah, and I kind of wanted to get a little bit of a background because a lot of people, some people don't know who you are. So one of the things I find interesting about this is that you like Prince, but you don't, um, you're, you're not one of those kind of people that's like a Prince fanatic, buys all the, every single one of the albums and listens to everything that, you know, he had to say and, and you know, simply just can't get enough of, of Prince. And yet, for those that don't know, you are um, a psychic of sorts. And it, it's, um, and I'll let you kind of expound on that, but, um, and you're kind of been receiving these, we'll just kind of explain, you know, so people that don't know what's going on. Got it. What it's about. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, well, first of all, yeah, it's, it's not, um, I knew who Prince was, but let me, I can explain it simply this way. I just watched Purple Rain for the first time last year when I was in Florida. <laughs> wow, okay. Um, yeah, no, no, no joke. Um, and I didn't, the last that I had heard, and this is, I, I haven't watched, uh, I don't watch the news, I don't watch television. The last 11 years, I have not. 11 years ago, I started using my intuitive uh, gifts, what people call being psychic, uh, to work as a healer. I'm a therapist. Um, and I've been working as a ministry and a healer helping people uh, with trauma and different things in their life, addiction, um, but a lot of heavy trauma I've worked with. And I help people clear subconscious reactive patterns um, and, and, and beliefs that block their ability to be psychic too. The truth is we're all psychic. But I was born, I was what, what's called a lifer. I was raised in an atheist household. And I've, been, I've, seen, I've seen dead people my entire life. I have always received what's called divine communication. 11 years ago, I was asked to start using that divine guidance to work as a healer to help other people hear God, God, love, and truth. They're, they're interchangeable. You can't have one without the other. I do not align with any religion. Neither does God. Neither does love. Um, with that said, I've been, te I've been, I've been assisting people um, in, in learning that they're psychic too and clearing these fears, and I'm watching people do amazing things with their lives. In that, with that said, uh, being psychic was not ever uh, to just to talk to dead people. That was just that was just kind of one of the benefits. It was to speak. It was to hear God and receive your guidance, so people could get to their destiny. Um, with that said, uh, I don't go looking for spirits either. And so people would say, "Okay, well, if you're a healer, you don't talk to dead people. Why were you talking to Prince?" Uh, well, <laughs> I didn't look for him. In fact, I didn't know. The prince had died. A true story. A client of mine had had adopted a kitten three days prior, and she'd sent me a note and showed me a picture of this kitten. And I said, "That's great, awesome. She's adorable." And then three days later, she sends me a message and says, "Prince died." And I said, "Did you name your kitten Prince?" Question mark. And she's like frustrated. She goes, "No, you know the rock star. Oh my god, you don't know Prince." I said, "Oh my god, him." I said, "I, I thought he didn't have a name anymore. I thought he didn't have a name. The last I heard." He was like, you know, wearing, you know, covering his head, having, having my, my tea, my, my tea. I think that, I hope I got her name right. I don't mean to be disrespectful. My, my, my tea, yeah. uh, having her speak for him. He was, 
now the sign, the symbol that you couldn't even say. I didn't know what to call him. And I, like many people on the planet, I kind of thought he had lost it. You know, that's what that's what these uh, these bad people in the music industry do. They they use the press to taint the image of entertainers um, so that they can they can control them. And so they had started doing that with Prince and so many of the of the people around the world. Uh, believe that he was just another arrogant entertainer throwing some kind of food because he doesn't make enough money. Um, and so here I am, and, and, and I don't look for spirits to talk to you. Honestly, I work as a ministry. Uh, I work as a healer. Uh, I, I love to help people because it makes me feel better. I'm not any better than anyone else. I've just been listening to God my whole life, and I'm good at it. And I'm very good at hearing people who are crossed. With that said, Prince came to me on April 23rd, uh, late afternoon. I was at the grocery store. Uh, I could already feel a presence, but I didn't know who it was. Again, you know, to someone who doesn't do this, it's hard to explain, but I understand when somebody who is crossed over, someone who's not in body, someone who's dead, I can feel when somebody's around me the same as somebody in a body. And it's very easy to explain. When people are blind, they can do the same thing. You learn to use your other senses. My, my use of those senses is just highly defined because I do it all the time. It's like playing guitar. Prince told me to tell everyone that. He's talking to God is like playing guitar, but you have to play guitar to play guitar, and the more you do it, the better musician you become. And Prince spoke to God. We all know this, and he's, he's, he's a prophet. He spoke God's words in his music. Of course he was speaking to God. Um, with that said, Prince Rogers came to me, and he, he, was, he was very hurt. And he was, he was hurt uh, because of the betrayal involved. And he explained to me immediately that he was murdered. And because I've been speaking to people out of body for my entire life, but professionally as a ministry for 11 years, the energy speaks everything. The energy speaks everything. And uh, his, his, this was a murder. It was very clear to me. And he, he gave me details. He gave me absolute details that have been validated. And there's, I mean, that's what I would invite everyone to see is just please with an open heart and an open mind, ask yourself, how did I know these things that I could not have known? I was in Memphis, Tennessee at the time. I wasn't at Paisley Park. Here's probably the first question that some people are going to say. Now, I'm trying to play devil's advocate because I'm, Absolutely. I, I, I understand what you're saying. So the first question that's going to come, come from people is why would prince choose you to speak to as opposed to someone who you know was obviously he had a a world of people that were you know super close to him and i mean you you've never even met him and so you would think that he would and a lot of the people that he hangs out with are very spiritual people um yes very awakened yeah you would imagine that somebody in that it has a certain level of spirituality that it, it seems like if somebody wants to be heard, they can be heard. Like you said, everybody is psychic. How do you answer these people that said, I, you know, wh why did they choose this person as she's walking through a grocery store? Well, first of all, um, I mean, number one, if, if you need a good attorney, you're going to choose somebody with a history. They needed a channel. They needed a channel because hearing God and understanding God are two different things. I have 11 years of professional experience and a lifetime of understanding the hierarchy and the laws uh, and requirements 
of the other side, how things work after you die. With that said, <clears throat> the other reason uh, is because I didn't know anything about Prince. When you are channeling, when you are using your psychic abilities, which again, we all have, our brain is designed to hear God. Every cell in our body is designed to hear God, and it's the ears of the heart that hear God, not the head, and that's why they chose me. I didn't know anything about Prince. And the way that they, I had to be very brave to do this, and the way they let me know that, yes, this was accurate, because I was going to accuse some people I didn't even know of murder. That's not me, I'm a healer. And the only way I could do it is because I knew it was true, because of the other information that they brought through. Do you know that I didn't know that Prince was his given name, but I have two witnesses that were on the phone with me when I said his mother named him Prince? I said, can you please check, is that true? I said, "He, his mother named him Prince, that's his given name? Yes, that's his given name. Yep. I didn't know that, and that was witnessed by two people. I didn't know he played the harmonica. I was in the shower, and Prince. I said, Prince, tell me some things about you. And he said, well, I played the harmonica like your dad. That's what he said to me. I found out that's true. I found out he had a heavy influence in blues, and I've forgotten the gentleman's name, but that was all true. Um, there were so many personal things that they could bring through that a fan could have never validated. And if I didn't have those things to validate and ground me, so I said, I know this is Prince talking to me. Well, if I know that this is true and I didn't know that, then I know he drank that juice. I know he drank that juice and I know he didn't eat his dinner that night. And I know Ray Roberts was the last person to see him. And to be clear, I said his chef was the last person to see him because I didn't know he had two. Who has two chefs, for God's sakes? So that was my human brain. I just said a chef. That's close enough. Who's Ray Roberts, his chef? Did anyone else know that Ray Roberts was the last person to see him? The press had not made that clear. Okay, well, The press had not brought that out. Let's stop for a second because you're, you're starting to bring up details that we haven't gotten to yet. Okay. So, so you're talking about one of the reasons why you believe that Prince was murdered was because there is a specific chain of events that you you were made privy to um, Correct. regarding something to do with pineapple juice and something to do with this chef. So kind of walk through the timeline as you know it that's led you to this conclusion. Well, the first, the very first thing that Prince showed me, and, and when you're receiving channeled information psychically, you use all of your senses. So they were showing me faces, pictures, names, and emotion. And it, it, all, it all makes a movie. It's like watching and feeling a movie. And he walked me through that day. The first thing that he said to me was huge betrayal. Um, the first person that he implicated as someone who knew he was going to die and who sold out in, with what's called a golden parachute is his sister Taika. Next, I was told that Taika, I was told that Taika would receive a music deal and, and a television deal. All of that's been validated. So there's Taika. That's all he said about her. He also explained to me that he had done everything he could to help his sister but her jealousy was always there and it always overrode that he never trusted her and he couldn't trust her he also told me then at that time and i felt like it was a female chef because he was focused on Joel. uh they never checked this but we did they did find the pills that were planted but he told me about the pills they would find that were planted and he said that taika and Joel had been planting pills uh, he also explained to me that he found his sister in his room at some point. No one was allowed in his room and that she wasn't allowed in Paisley Park. Now, I can't validate that for sure. I've just had a whole lot of people tell me that was true. 
So there's that. Next, he told me that he was at a doctor's appointment at 3 o'clock that afternoon, and I didn't know at that time that Kirk Johnson was Kirk Johnson. I just said he's with uh, his, like, assistant, a male person. This is what first channel. I said he was at a doctor's appointment at 3 o'clock with that person that afternoon. That has been validated. That was Dr. Schulenberg. How did I know? Then he said... Uh, he went some other places because he did tell me he didn't go right home after that, but it, th- that wasn't explained to me. The next place I was taken was he said that when he came home to Paisley Park, he told the assistant to go home, that the last person he saw was his chef. He told me that he told everyone in Paisley Park to go home and that he was angry because at that doctor's appointment, the doctor had said he had so much heavy metal toxicity in his blood, it looked as if he'd been being poisoned. And he had already told Kim Berry, the hairdresser, he had already told her not once but twice, if not three times, that he was suspecting his chefs, that the food wasn't tasting right, that he couldn't figure out why he didn't feel well, why he was losing weight, joint problem, arsenic poisoning, all of that, all of those are symptoms of arsenic poisoning. And I was told that he had been being slowly poisoned with arsenic because that's when they wanted to bring out the AIDS Peace. This is what the media does. They start to tear the star down in the public's eyes. So we will believe. We will believe. They couldn't do it with AIDS. It wasn't working. They went to the drugs and the overdose. Now he's sickly. He's in pain. It's not his fault. He was managing his pain. It's bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's all bullshit. Why do I know? Because how did I know the rest? He told me that he did not eat his dinner, that he was angry, that he saw his chef when he got home and he wasn't going to eat that food. He was going to take that food and have it tested the next day. That's what he told me so that he could implicate them. And so he did not eat that dinner. How did I know that? The autopsy has proven that he didn't eat for hours. He told me that Ray Roberts made the juice for him that he always made for him that helped with his digestion. Ray Roberts spoke those exact words in the Associated Press interview that came out five days later. And so he and when people say them, why would he drink the juice if he suspected him? Because he watched Ray make it is what Prince told me. He said, I stood in the kitchen and watched him. I watched him make it. What people don't understand is it only took about like four or five drops of liquid that could have easily been put in there in so many ways. And that was validated by an MD. And by the way, they can't get a medical doctor to call this an overdose or suicide. It was on, this was as much as Reels TV and the autopsy, um, you know, they did a review of the autopsy. As much as they tried to present him as a drug addict, if you watch the end, the doctor says it looks like probable homicide. Hmm. The case is still an open case. Why? Because the autopsy that came out four months later, the public was demanding it. They had to release it. The autopsy could in no way, shape, or form support the overdose theory that they have tried to shove down our throats. Well, but you said that um, so there's two components here, and again, I'm just trying to you know put the pieces together here as mm-hmm. as as we know them, and and as you're you know saying you're hearing, the the first being that the cause of death may have possibly been because of the fact that he was being poisoned by his chefs, and so no, that's not the cause of death, not at all. That was the cause of his ailing health. They okay. had been they had been slowly little by little putting it in his food 
he again let me see this he told not just his hairdresser but other people around him he told them there were other people that know this as well i just don't have direct validation on it but he had told other people he was starting to suspect it he had complained about the food he put a post up after the plane incident about what's up with the, what's wrong with the soup or something about that hey hey that's because the drugs were put in the soup that he had on the plane that was the setup they were trying to get him then and then they told me that when he didn't die on the plane that they had to get him fast so that's why it was overkill they put in ray put way too many drugs in that juice so much so that it could kill like eight nine i don't know how many people no one there's no straight answer from a doctor on that but i was told and i channeled it have witnesses to it that that, that literally there were enough drugs in prince to kill an elephant overkill they were yelling i also and this was april 23rd 2016 less than 48 hours after prince died i said they would find two types of opiates in his system and cocaine i said liquid cocaine lidocaine is liquid cocaine they found that in his system in his gastric system his stomach there is no reason to have lidocaine in your stomach Lidocaine is almost always only administered by a patch for pain management, which means it would be in the bloodstream only. Hello? Hey, guys, this is truth. And how did I know these things? And we've got to get off, like, why did Prince choose me? I'm not, because I didn't know anything about him, and because I'm a very good channel, that's all. That's all. You don't have to love your attorney. You know, everyone says, I know Prince would not have used the language I use and whatever. I had to fire people up. I had to get people awake to hear this. I've had to carry a lot of fire. I just went up against Warner Brothers, guys. It doesn't matter. I would fight like this for anybody. I'm fighting like I'm fighting for this for 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 a boy named Desmond Moore. The police don't care if he died. He was killed for seven hundred dollars and a jealous girlfriend. But for his mama, I'll fight for him. It doesn't matter to me if it's Prince. Prince is just, he's my brother, another brother on the other side. And here's one thing, and I'll, I'll finish this. But one, one thing I want to say, no, I wasn't a Prince fan before he died. But I understand why every single one of you were Prince fans. He is a prophet. He is a messiah. His words and what, what, what Warner Brothers and these other very evil people that run the entertainment industry did is they kept that from the world they kept that from me that's why i'm angry and they killed prince someone who could be moving people's hearts today someone who was fighting a fight that i didn't even know was going on because they control the media that's why i'm angry that's why i'm angry and I, and my greatest wish would be that people please hear my heart i don't want to be special i'm not special that's what's so great if god will talk to me he'll talk to anybody that's what's so beautiful i just happen to be a great attorney i just happen to be a great channel that's why they came and got me i'm just crazy enough to yell at that building at that record company and i'm just crazy enough to do it again because i know they killed prince when i said that you know that you believe that the chefs or whoever was trying to poison him they're what's called paid plants so, and if you if you look, they're they're from England, and and I know everyone goes here, but they they've worked for the Queen. Prince died on the Queen's birthday, and she was wearing purple. What's the significance of 
You were mentioning Taika being in his room swapping pills or doing something with because pills. Taika Taika was was part of this. Um, in Taika's mind, and Prince did receive a death threat two years prior to his death. That's the way this entertainment gang works. They like to put people on pins and needles and let them know they're watching you. They're watching you, which is why Prince was speaking in symbolism and speaking through his lyrics. And with that said, he had told, he had made the mistake of telling his sister about this. And so in her mind, and in many of the people who are in the entertainment industry and Prince's inner circle, he just danced with the wrong person. There was nothing they could do about it. These guys were going to get Prince. They were going to get Prince. Prince knew they were going to get Prince. What were they going to do about it? What was Tyka going to do about it? So in Tyka's mind, she might as well cash in. She always wanted to be the star anyway. And they were going to get her brother anyway. That's why she said she knew he was already going to die. That's why her hair was already dyed purple. She was prepared for this. And in her mind, again, people justify their means. He was going to die anyway. Why should she die for speaking out? Because she's not of the same fiber as Prince Rogers Nelson, her brother. That's why not even remotely close. Well, yeah, that, yeah, we, yeah, that's <laughs> that's definitely something we'll agree on. Um, Here, here's let me one more one more point, and this is just earthly. We all we we know because it's it was made public. The fans know, his family knows. I mean, I mean, soul family, the purple family, because they don't he didn't like fans. So fam, the fam. Um, they, they, they know in Florida that, oh gosh, where was it going to go? He's the prince sent Taika, his sister, to rehab four times. I would like somebody to tell me, please, please, abigailnoel.com, send me a message if you know one person who's an addict who sends their loved ones to rehab. It doesn't happen. Any, any psychologist or psychiatrist would, would tell us that. We've been bamboozled here and Prince was murdered, period. So long story short is that you believe that between his sister Taika basically messing with his pills, which we know that there were, you know, there were, there actually were reports that um, pills were mistakenly put into wrong containers and swapped out and things were all switched around. Somewhere between that, the slow arsenic poisoning uh, that was being um, done by uh, his chef and uh, also Ray Roberts. Um, I know when we talked that they were also, you know, putting arsenic or whatever it was into his drink, trying to slowly kill him, either make him look like he was slowly losing control or whatever the whatever the thought was that would kind of control that perception but you had mentioned when we talked briefly before when we were talking we were going to do this interview you had mentioned something to the effect of you know the, the pineapple juice and saying you know if there's a way to test uh, yes you know, somehow to be able to test I, yep. I think the pineapple juice is probably long gone by now um, but no, they have the blood samples, so they can look for the bromelain, which is a digestive enzyme that will only, is only found in the pineapple. Only found in the pineapple. So if they find elevated levels of bromelain in the blood samples and the tissue samples that they have, that they, they must have because the case is still open, so it's required by law, 
And if I were the family and I had heard, now isn't this interesting, Chris? So I, I've accused them openly. Tyka knows who I am. I've spoken to Ray and Joel. Um, when I when I when I made the first video, God told me, Spirit told me that if I was going to accuse someone of murder, I had to tell them about it. So I made sure that Tyka, Ray, and Joel all received that video, and I asked them to respond back. Tyka doesn't want to speak to me. Does that sound like a sister? Of so why wouldn't she want to speak to me? And even if you think I'm crazy, if you were Prince's brother or sister, family member, friend, wouldn't you say, okay, maybe this bitch is nuts, but let's check for that bromelain. Let's well, check for that bromelain. Or why don't they sue me then? Why don't they sue me? They don't because guess what? If we go to court, if, they, if we go to court, this is called psychic evidence. Math and science support my accuracy based on a little theory called zero probability. No one can explain how I knew what I knew, and if they prove that bromelain was in his blood, then that means he drank that juice and Ray Roberts lied in that interview. What did he lie about? He omitted. All he said was that, yes, I do make him juice. I do make him juice for his digestion on a regular occasion, but he omitted that he made it for him that night. He did say he was the last person to see him, just like I said, and he also said that Prince was irritated and agitated. I made that very clear because Prince made that very clear to me. He was agitated because he had just gone to Dr. Schulenberg at 3 o'clock that afternoon, which has been validated by so many resources. It's not funny. And then Dr. Schulenberg disappears just, oh my gosh, conveniently, no one can find him. He's not available, no comment, no one's talking about him. No one can find him. And then he just pops up in a, in a whole other place I don't know if it's another state or not. I think it's on the other side. I don't know. But he's in a whole other place, set up in a whole new practice. How does that just happen in three months and why? Well, why do you think that Ray would omit there what's, uh, omit there the what's called pineapple juice? Pine, there's nothing. Because he wrong. knows he put the drugs in it. He wasn't going to bring it up. Yeah, but He wasn't going to bring it up. What was he going to say? I had the gun in my pocket. I had the gun in my pocket. Yeah, I made the juice. The juice that he drank that killed him? No, you wouldn't. He wouldn't say that. That was his fear. He didn't say that at all. So he admitted that. He just said yes when they asked him because I made sure the Associated Press got my video as well. That's why they went to Ray Roberts and said, "Hey, this crazy, this crazy person here is saying this, this, and this. What do you say, sir? What do you say? He's going to admit the juice. That's like saying you had the gun and you were at the scene." Okay, because he knows if they find that out, and let's go, you know what's funny? The parallel between this and John Benet Ramsey. How did they how they prove her mother was lying? She ate the pineapple. <laughs> That's true. Well, so I bottom guess, line is go ahead, I'm sorry, go no, ahead. Just, the question I told you I was gonna ask you is that what is your end game in this current I'm trying to think of the right word, crusade that you're on right now? Well, the end game is God's. The end game is Prince's. The end, the end game. I, I know what I was told. What I was told is that Prince Rogers Nelson will receive justice for his murder, and that will awaken the world that he, he is. like. I mean, he's a messiah. See, people awaken when they go through trauma and when they're shaken to truth all of a sudden. And when people find out that he was murdered and they were lied to, they'll be so angry. It's going to bring them all closer to their psychic nature. And that's what Prince wants. We're going to come to another world. And Prince is part of that even after death. 
I've never seen an awakening on the planet so that I that I have with that, that I have as Prince Rogers Nelson and I was doing this for 11 years and I've watched many people awaken to their divine psychic nature through trauma and that's what's going to happen when this justice is anchored and I know that it's true when will that happen that is God's that's that's it's God's time and if, if anyone tries to fight that man if you just make yourself miserable becoming impatient um, so I, I have to let go of, of when does that happen and I and, and so since the end game isn't mine and timing isn't mine all I know is my next move it's all I know and my next move is I will be live uh, soon um, probably uh, today probably later uh, on this afternoon and I'm gonna be challenging the family to sue me if I'm if I'm wrong and I'm slandering them and I've accused them of doing something they didn't do Taika and Ray and Joel not just the family Ray and Joel if I'm accusing you, Warner Brothers, of something you didn't do, sue me now. Sue me for slander. Sue me, Warner Brothers, for torturous business interference. Let's go to court and let's test those samples because you're going to have to. You're going to have to. So I'm going to. I'm going to put my, my the money. My money where my mouth is. As you say, I'm going to. I'm going to stand on my rock. Is a better way to say it because I don't give a shit about money. Mm-hmm. Inflammatory gratitude. I don't give a shit about money. So where are you getting um, the funding to go, you know, to make uh, all these trips and to spend, you know, all this time, you know, protesting in front of Warner Brothers? And well, with speaking of which, we'll get back to this question. But what does Warner Brothers play in this? I mean, I mean, obviously getting all the rights to his music. That was, that, that was obviously a big win. Well, um, when when he when when he when any time an entertainer dies, so now Warner Brothers owns the rights to all of his music. That was released everything bam there's a cutoff and my understanding is it's like 500 million at death not only that guys please check this out warner brothers took out like i don't know millions or billion dollar life insurance policy um on him so they got paid that and now check this out this is a, the best example ever the kingsman the golden circle this movie that's coming out they use let's go crazy they used his I, music. I did actually. You know why? Because he's going inter- to. Yeah, I actually saw the movie a few days ago, and yes, it, it does. Where's play. the Where's the outrage? Where's the outrage? They're gonna They're gonna They're gonna make him the, the newest dead entertainer for the next generation, and now they're gonna make how many more millions on him? He was worth so much to them dead. Why would Warner Brothers kill him, Chris? No, I, I, Chris. Well, no, I'm just. I know where you're going with it. I I get that, but are you insinuating that? Warner Brothers. I'm surprised that you wouldn't ask Warner Brothers to sue you because ultimately I am. you're saying I just did. Well, you mentioned Tyka. I didn't realize Warner Brothers. No, I, I said Warner Brothers. Torturous business interference. Come on. Tyka and Ray and Joel can sue me for slander. Warner Brothers can sue me as a business <laughs> for torturous business interference. I'm giving them everything they need. Go file the paperwork. Come on. Let's go. You know why? Because I know I have the truth the same way I knew the prince was at his doctor's office at three o'clock that afternoon that he was with another man his assistant in a black suv the same way that i knew that prince's vehicles were blue prince's vehicles were blue and he and he had a scooter not a motorcycle because i laughed at him about it <laughs> but he said i'm not going to kill myself i'm too old so he said <laughs> to be that crazy he's a he's a great he's uh, you all know that oh my god he's one of the greatest people ever <laughs> you know i yeah. wish i i wish i knew him sooner and if you ever need advice, you all can hear Prince. Just ask him. He'll give you the best advice ever. You know, it's like, you know, people say, what would Jesus do? That's a great question. You can also ask, what would Prince do? <laughs> They're one in the same. Infinite love and gratitude. You're obviously having to take a lot of time, I mean, off. I don't I don't know what you do for my life. 
Yeah. This I mean, is my it's so my life right now. How are how are you funding all your trips and stuff to go to these protests and in, in front of Warner Brothers and and go to What are you doing to survive monetarily? Um, you know, I'm blessed. I've always worked as a ministry. I do do one-on-one sessions, but not very often. When I'm the last few weeks planning uh, WBFU 921 and 22, um, I, I I really couldn't. Uh, do the one-on-one sessions they require too much emotional energy and I needed to keep everything to organize what we were doing Um, there was a lot of work involved first of all um, we do everything on a beautiful budget um, and we share with one another so those of us in the group that we're going that have more share with those that have less um, myself and my mother and I'm just speaking it because it's true we, we give all everything that my mother gets and everything I earn went to Warner Brothers um, in fact, my account's about negative two hundred dollars right now, um, and then that uh, that ain't nothing but a thing because it's only money. It's going to come back abundantly, um, and then the the next piece on that is the people. Um, we we had people who just donated. Some people donated their time. Lynn Hughes in Canada. Oh my God, this beautiful woman. She makes these Prince pillows and other things that have just been lifting our hearts. But she does all of our made all of our shirts um, for free. We just everyone bought their own shirt and got it to Lynn. <clears throat> and uh, and she did all of that for us um, and more. She made our banner for us. Um, a lot of the umbrellas were donated by people who couldn't afford to go, but they could afford to send a few umbrellas. So we had six or seven people that sent umbrellas, and then um, there were people here in L.A. that donated their time. We had um, uh, uh, Rain and um, Stephanie and Simone Valentine, uh, they were all out there protesting. They live here in LA, so they came over, we got together and we spent hours uh, twice painting umbrellas and signs. We did it all, it's, 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 uh, it's just grassroots, man. That's how we do it, grassroots. Um, and what was beautiful is uh, we had four, uh, uh, three people sponsor four flights three people sponsored four flights we were able to bring four people out two of those people had never been outside uh, their state of South Carolina barely out of their country had never seen a a big city Kenny he's 21 and it was incredible so we had all of that beauty as well so that's that's how it got done grassroots and we pulled together Uh, we just pulled together as a family we all know that we're doing it for Prince there are no beauty queens or no one's allowed to be play rock star nobody gets a golden ticket we all run the same. We share equal, and everybody stood um, at that bridge, and it was beautiful. It was really beautiful because uh, so many people uh, were supporting. So many people know the truth, and so many people were willing to listen. And when they heard just a little bit of of, of what I had to say, man, it, it, you could see the light go on. You could see we got out almost 300 flyers. Um, I got a radio interview during prime time on KFI, <laughs> John and Ken. <laughs> they did their best to throw me under the bus, but I think I got them. Um, it's, it's been great. And, and uh, why, why would this be my life? For no other reason, but I can't live with the truth and, and not push it forward for Prince. I would rather die. I would rather die. And I am no victim. But if anybody thinks this has been fun, oh, no, it has not been fun at all. I've grown a lot, though, and I'm thankful for the spiritual growth, and I'm a lot stronger than I was a year and a half ago. My obvious concern is that the two people that are at the helm with the release of the music that is, you know, still unreleased, of which there's thousands of songs if uh, that are in there, uh, uh, in his vault, 
that are in uh, Paisley Park. The unfortunate thing is, is that um, the person that is currently overseeing that right now is Taika. And, mm -hmm. and then on top of that, the obviously the distribution of this music is also Warner Brothers. So you're mm -hmm. talking about the two people that are in total control of the dissemination 100%. of that music is are, are the, the two people that you're implicating. You know what they say, Chris, when you want to find out who murdered somebody, you just follow the money, you follow your nose, you follow your nose, and and also note that Prince um, Prince wrote in more than one song, I believe. I'm doing my best to catch up on his music. There's so much of it, so much of it. Um, and, and but you know, he wrote about the golden parachute. He wrote about all this. It's in the lyrics. And here's the other thing: they're 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 not. He he didn't want anything. They 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 put the music out in the wrong frequency, and it dishonors his music. Full chills. Anyone listening, all you have to do is ask God if what I'm saying is true. Please do not take it from me. Don't take it from me or anybody else. But uh, they're, you know, they'll put the music out in the wrong frequency. Also, Tyke is going to steal a lot of it. She's going to make a lot of it her own. She's already doing that, singing with his voice and other stuff. It's BS. It's it's not music. It's it's not even artistry. It's it's thievery. And there are thieves in the temple. Yeah, there definitely is. Um, and this is why Jay-Z's mad, but guess what? Jay-Z just wanted to lap it all up as well, guys, and Jay-Z didn't do anything to, to help his brother out. So let's let's not make him a hero yet, okay? So thank you. I, I had to get that out. Obviously, Prince had a, um, a wealth of, of material and was involved in a lot of people's lives and, and responsible for a lot of people's success and in the music business and launched uh, countless careers even just through like in Jay-Z's case through the distribution of you know his music but uh, you have a lot of naysayers obviously people say oh she's crazy she's a uh, she's a psychic she doesn't know what she's talking about she doesn't know Prince and she doesn't you know I'm not a psychic though we're all psychic I'm an I'm a intuitive therapist and a healer in which I know you know that but just to remind everybody you're all psychic if you choose if you choose to trust and be brave and not go with what you think you know, everybody's psychic and can hear God. God wouldn't choose certain people on the planet to talk to and not others. But but hearing God requires a lot of bravery. Um, so yes, there's a lot of naysayers out there and I take a lot of fire. Um, but again, why would I do it? If anyone could connect, and that's why the <clears throat> other people stood with me on the bridge, the people who who support me and does it mean they agree with everything i say no i don't have followers because i'm not a follower see energy attracts energy you'd have to be a follower to have followers which is why prince didn't want fans he wanted family and so with that said the reason i do what i do is because when you know not just believe it's past belief i know what i was told and I'm ready to be wrong. I'm ready to fall on my face if I have to, but I cannot stand here and do nothing when I know that they murdered Prince. I, I cannot. And when I know who murdered Prince, how they murdered Prince, how do I know? Because too many other things, because his cars were really blue, and he did he did play a harmonica, and, and he wasn't really a vegan. He did his best to stick as a vegetarian and kept his diet clean, but every once in a while he had sushi, and every once in a while he enjoyed a glass of red wine, but never more than two. And yes, he did smoke pot on occasion. 
and Father Ratatouille. So why did I know all of those things? And why did I know he was at that doctor's appointment at 3 o'clock that afternoon? I, I have to go with what I know, and I know Prince Rogers Nelson was murdered. I know that Taika uh, executives came to her, people who are high up, and said, look, your brother's going to die anyway, so why don't we make a deal, sister? Because you're either in or you're out. And if you stay out, you're probably dead too. That's what they do. So they make a deal. You shake hands because she thought, you know what? He mixed up. He got mixed up with the wrong people. I mean, what was I going to do about it? What was I going to do about it? So she didn't have the guts to stand. Why her jealousy kept her from having the guts to stand for her brother and other people around him as well. And so they, they got paid. Anyway, anyway, I know what I know. And I can't, I can't, when you've got the truth, you can't do nothing. You can't do nothing. Well, one of the reasons, again, why I wanted to talk to you was obviously the, there seems to be a lot of confusion about what you know and what you and what you don't know and what you're insinuating and who you're insinuating. So one of the reasons why I kind of wanted to do this interview was to kind of cut through some of the fog and 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 help people understand exactly what it is that that you're trying to trying to communicate. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll leave it at this for right now. What I'll do is that we'll. Uh, I'll obviously post this interview, which we'll, we're going to do, and um, and just let people, you know, let people say what they're going to say, and and kind of you know give you a little bit of you know give a little bit of feedback. I, I know that you know when people try to you know take swipes at you and and swings at you on your Facebook page, it's it's like you know you're. you're <laughs> You're not a very friendly, <laughs> friendly person, but that's okay. I, I, I don't. I don't have time. I don't have time for that. If somebody comes, <laughs> anyone, anyone knows, I'll give my time away. I, if someone can book a session, and I will answer any question that that is posed respectfully. And one more, one more, please. I'm not offering my opinion to someone else. I wouldn't do that. Your opinion means nothing. It's what you think you know. And because I respect others enough. To keep my opinion to myself, I don't expect to have to spend my time talking to other people about theirs, theirs. And I am, I'm, I'm. Oh yes, I'll come back with some serious fire because I don't have any fear. But not if someone's respectful to me. Someone's respectful to me. I book a session and give them my time. I offer it for free. So I'm a very nice person if someone's nice to me. I just have owned my power enough, and here's the difference. I don't need to be popular or liked. I don't have those needs that other people have. That's why other people are polite to people who are rude to them. If everybody would be honest with themselves, there's a part of them that wishes they could act like me. And guess what? You can. Everyone has a right to be treated respectfully as long as they do the same to others. And I'm very respectful to those who are respectful. All right. Well, Abigail, thank you so much for coming in and um, thank you and, and chatting and, and hopefully, you know, people will have a little bit more clarity as to what it is that you're shooting for here. And uh, we'll wait to see what these comments bear out. Um, yeah, we're going to get we're going to get both sides, but, you know, you'll, you'll have access to the comment section just like they will. So I expect, a little uh, bit of you know, what I won't, forth, you know, I, you know, I don't know if I'm I mean, I don't want to disappoint anybody. But I don't think I'm, I'm I, I only do that on my Facebook page. They're welcome on your page. Does that make sense? I don't fire at anybody unless they come in my yard. So I'm, I don't want to disappoint anyone, but I'm probably not going to fire back at you on Chris's page on, on Funkatobia. All right. You guys can fire away. I don't care. I got other things to do. If you come to my Facebook page, 
then I'll probably go ahead and swing back. So if that's what someone's looking for, I'll play over on my page. <laughs> well, well, I did a Facebook Live, and I guess I was under the impression that you were going to join that night, so we were kind of waiting for you. And But we, we had plenty to talk about, so it was perfectly fine. But even the very mention of you started banter and arguments in the chat section. <laughs> and it was like, with, I was like, she's not even here. You guys are arguing. Just so you know, I would have been on that night. I would have jumped. No one got me the message. Um, literally until like the next day I didn't, I didn't see it. And I think, well, you know, and then I called you and said, hello. Um, so, but I, I want to tell you from my heart, I am very, very grateful um, to meet you and I'm very grateful for for your time like oh wow thank you so much well, appreciate it you, you're brave I love you you're brave I'm all about listening and I'd rather not spout off and it doesn't make any sense to get pissed off about something you don't fully comprehend because if you don't understand it why are you getting pissed off about it just but the bravest take, thing anyone will in. do is what you did right is, yeah, is so. to say you know what I don't know so I'll just listen and I love it because you were clear with me. You said, hey, I'm just going to listen. I don't know what I think. I'm not telling you this, that. We're just going to talk about it. And that's great. But that's the bravest thing to do is to jump in somewhere that, that you don't completely understand. So thank you very much for doing that. Well, I'm sure there will be some people that won't be brave. And I'm sure they'll, I'm sure we'll hear some banter. And I'll, I'll make sure that you know about it so that you can either respond or watch or whatever. But uh, thanks yeah, again. I'll, I will, I'll watch. I'll watch and then watch. Maybe someone will get me. But, yeah, thank you. And I was going to say, it'll be entertaining maybe for, for a few hours for you anyway. Uh, it should be. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Abigail, thank Thanks you so lot, much Chris. for uh, coming. Funkatopians, you know what to do. You can just feel free to feed back. All right, Abigail, we'll talk to you later. Thank you, Chris. Abundant love. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.